What's up, fam? It's your host, Jen Ether. Welcome to Jen Ether's World of Sound. Hey, let's let you guys know why I started this show. Basically, I wanted to create a platform for indie artists or artists who may be signed and are thinking about perhaps going independent. Just wanted to give you guys a platform to kind of get educated, chop some things up, and, you know, have a space where we could all come and congregate on, you know, with like minds. So, that's pretty much the reasoning for the platform. Now, of course, it's not all going to be music related. Anything we're talking about as far as even business, it's usually like some music thing, like that's the platform, but it's going to span out to other businesses. So if you're not a music guru or, a, you know, a performing artist, don't hesitate to tune into the channel or to the station because there will still be a lot of good information for you. Now, in the process of the show growing, I'll be doing more and more things, but for right now, we're going to just start off with a basic topic. And the topic of today is going to be about technology and how technology has transformed the world of music as far as how it's distributed, how it's created, uh, and how it's listened to by the consumer. Before I really go on, I want to make sure you guys have my Facebook handle. So, if you want to get at me or reach me, you can do that by going to Facebook.com and friend requesting me at Jen Ether. Go to Facebook.com and friend request me at Jen Ether. I will accept your friend request and I will send you a friend request back. This will be useful if there's any topics that you want on the show. Or if you yourself would even like to be a guest appearing on the show so we can discuss anything. Or if you're an artist who wants to have their music played or even be interviewed, this would be the way to get at me. So one more time, it's Facebook.com from request Jen Ether. That's G-I-N space E-T-H-E-R. Jen Ether. All right. We're going to get into the thick of the things on the topic as far as technology and how it's transformed the music world and everything else around us. But before that, we're going to launch the show off with one of my songs, Nothing to Lose. I'm choosing to play that. I think I'm going to make that song the song, the beginning song, period. Because Nothing to Lose is just a good mantra. None of us have anything to lose out here. So instead of us living these mundane lives and doing what someone told us we should be doing is time to tap into these God-given talents that we have and figuring out what we can do, especially since we have the gift of technology to make this process so much easier than our forefathers had. So take advantage of what we have. All right. I'll be right back, but first we're going to listen to Nothing to Lose by Jen Ether. Yeah, I'm doing me, I'm in my groove, yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck, I got 
again, go for that minimum wage. Yeah, I can work and not be a slave. Guess I go hard, straight to the grave. Life is a boss, must have been a shame. Who live in the grave? I think it's sad, yeah, it's sad. Cause not the ride is suicide. I've been me long as I've been alive. That's my whole life. I'll take the risk and roll the dice. Knowing the God that sent me, so the decisions right. Truest motherfucker that you ever did see. Same motherfucker, see, you know that's me. I'm throwing tree, I'm laying low. I'm counting bread, I'm getting dough. Gotta fucking eat, I need the protein. Eating this beat, it'll slow me. Rapping this shit, packing it quick, and selling this shit like a dope thing. Cause I'm just a link, you don't owe me. You don't owe me shit. Nah, no, I'm doing me. I'm in my groove. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? I got the crew. So I'm like, what the fuck? What? I got the crew. So I'm doing me. Yeah. Keep doing me. Alright, that was Nothing to Lose by yours truly, Jen Ether. Alright, so let's get back to this topic, y'all. Technology. Bang. First of all, let's talk about the fact that I'm even able to create a podcast for free and reach as many of you as I want to. I literally set this podcast up in about an hour's time. By the way, shout out to uh, The Breakfast Club. I watched The Breakfast Club interview, and they had one of my favorite entrepreneurial uh, coaches on there. He goes by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V, his show on YouTube, I believe is the Daily V or Ask Gary V show. It's the Ask Gary V show. His name goes by Gary Vaynerchuk. He's the guy. A lot of knowledge, a lot of similar things to what I'm going to say. He's a little older, and he's been in the game way longer than me. He started off doing wine sales, so he's also a nice coach. I might as well plug him in. If you go over to his uh, YouTube page, make sure you let him know Jen Ether sent you over. But yeah, Gary V, he's the one who put me D to the Anchor Podcast. So, to get back into the technology, that just kind of was the, the preamp to it. Uh, let's start off thinking about the world today versus the world before, let's go back before social media. I want to say social media because I believe that was the turning point for everything to spike as far as technology goes. So before the social media area, of course, we did have email and you know we had the word processing systems it, it was more so office savvy but once we got into that social media realm even starting with uh go far as back as the go to black planet that was like the first social media platform i remember black planet pretty shabby i mean it was great for its time period but if we're looking at it from now for what it was it was you know pretty shabby for what we're used to seeing right now so that was literally the baby, the baby of social media. And then next you move up a couple years and MySpace came and kind of took the place of Black Planet. And MySpace was, which it should have been, the upgraded version of what social media was about to look like. I would say MySpace was probably 
the first social media that kind of gave wave to what we're seeing now as far as Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and all the other ones that I could think of but can't think of. So, we get a platform like Facebook and that pretty much set it off for everything. So before we get into the now and the Facebook era and what's going on today, let's go back. Now, like we all know, I've stated this before, this channel or station is mainly for performing artists or anyone who basically has an art form that they're trying to get out to the world. Not to say it's not relatable to anyone that has a pizza shop or a skating rink or a party promoter. Marketing is the same. Most of these technologies can be used for anything that you want to do as an independent person who's not trying to work for a business and get paid a wage. So with that being said, let's go back to 1995. 1995 was before any type of social media. So let's go, let's start there. So back in 1995, if me, Jen Ether, wanted to become a rap artist, of course, first, first things first, I would have to start writing songs. That's the one variable that is constant even still today. If you want to become an artist, you have to perform the work of an artist. So that's one variable that will never change, I hope, because then it won't be art if we don't have to perform it. So that's one thing I'm glad is still the same. Now, there are other things from that era I'm glad have changed dramatically, thank God. Okay, so first, as an artist, Jen Ether, I would write maybe 10 songs. Then, my next step after you write your music would be to go find a place. Okay, so my next step would be to go find a place where I can record this music. Now, back in 1995, in order for me to record a song or, or an album or an EP or LP, I would have to go to a brick and mortar studio. Brick and mortar just means I would literally have to go outside of my house and go downtown or wherever the nearest recording studio is. Now, I'm sure I'm not just talking to people. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I know I'm not just talking to people from Pittsburgh. But where I'm from, especially back in 1990s, or 1995, there weren't too many brick and mortar studios to be found. And if you did find one that wasn't connected to a camp or they already had a thing going on that you could, you know, just get into and just pay. You were spending at least, at the least, I'm a young buck, so I'm I'm estimating, but I, I would say at the least you're spending about $100 an hour. So let's say you wrote these songs and you have actually, you rehearsed them, rehearsed them, rehearsed them. So every single song in your notebook that you want to record for your album, you have down pat. We're not even going to, first of all, you in these times, in 1995, you can't even afford to not have it down pat. So we're going to assume that you knew all your songs by heart, backwards, frontwards. So bang, even with that being said, let's say it took you about five hours still to record each song. So five hours at $100 an hour, that is $500. Back in the 90s, doing about 10 to 12 songs. For the easy math, let's make it 10 songs. So $500 a song, 10 songs, that's $5,000 alone. 
that is your album being recorded, and I'm not even going to mess your mind up mathematically and get into the cost of actually mixing and mastering your tracks. Let's just stick with the simple 5000 and let's just say the guy was nice and gave it to you all like that. Mix and master it for free. So, from there, you would have to get some CDs pressed up. Because now you actually, you've got the music created, but now you need physical forms of the music in the form of a CD in the 90s. Now, back in the 90s today, to press one CD, like there's packages online to do this for a lot cheaper today. But as far as the CDs go today, it's an old technology. CDs today is like a T-Rex today. You know what I mean? But back in 1995, a CD was high-tech. That was state-of-the-art technology. So about a dollar a day to uh, press a CD up, let's say they were charging about $3, and that's being generous. Let's say they were charging about $3 a CD. Now, as an independent artist, you're just starting out, you're probably going to get about 100 pressed up. So $3 for 100 that's $300. So right now, your total with your studio time and the pressing of your 100 CDs, you're at $5,300 right there you haven't even started doing the the work of promoting the actual album yet so now if you want to start promoting you had three to four outlets back in the 90s you had the radio you had television commercials you had the billboards like literal billboards which were expensive as heck. I don't really want to get into the true math of it, but uh, a billboard is like paying f for advertisement. It's paying for real estate. And th wherever your billboard is at, say if you can get a billboard on a cross intersection, a four-way intersection that is highly busy during rush hour time. Because of the traffic that that billboard presentation gets, the real estate of that billboard is going to show that. So it's going to be a lot more money to purchase your billboard right there. These are the billboards that the big companies in your town are fighting for. The big supermarket chains and the big, uh, you know, the footlockers. These are the billboards that they're trying to get, especially back in the 90s, because those were like one of the only options of advertising. So the fourth way would be literally hitting the streets. And I like to call it the Master P theory. Straight CDs out the trunk, handing them out hand by hand. So you're at 5,300. Let's assume you didn't do television or rate for an independent artist to come up with that type of money, especially after you already invested $5,300. So these are the types of things that you were looking at in the 90s. Those were the battles that you had to fight in order for you to be an independent artist. And so much money spent without really I mean when we're talking about that advertising and the billboards you gotta remember this was like local advertising so if I was doing all this stuff and I'm in Pittsburgh my billboard I'm getting is in Pittsburgh even the radio and the television markets that I'm reaching out to they're gonna be in Pittsburgh so let's say I invest my money and I do this advertising and marketing actually is kinda working for me it's I'm only limited to my area and maybe the tri-state area around me but I would have to spend so much more money to even branch out to my tri-state alright so 
I hope you guys kind of got the gist of where I'm going with that. Because we're going to fast forward this thing up to the future now. Like Marty McFly and Doc. Alright. Whew. We're in the future now. We're today. Today's date, 2017, going into the year 2018. We're going to take those same steps that an artist had to take back then. And I'm going to show you the profound difference that the technology and the internet has made on that process. So, bang. Like I said, step number one stays the same. You got to create that art, baby. So, you write your jams. We're not even going to talk about the music. Just write your songs. We're, we're still going to do 10 songs for an album. Let's just keep it like that. So, I write my songs. Now, instead of me having to go look for a brick and mortar studio to record at and spend 5000 to six, seven thousand dollars in recording, guess what I can do? I can go on Amazon, eBay, Guitar Center. I don't even have to leave the house. I don't even have to before if I wanted to even buy say in the nineties I said, forget it. I'm gonna buy my own studio equipment. I would have still had to go catch a bus or drive to Guitar Center and have them educate me on everything, right? And that would have took time out. Time is money. So I don't want to, I want to eliminate spending too much time on things. That's what we all want to do. So time is money. So basically, now when I record, I say, forget the brick and mortar. We got the internet, baby. Let me just figure out what I need to start my own recording studio out of my house. So I do my research because we got YouTube and we have Google. So even if you don't necessarily know how to do any of these things, guess what you do? You go on your Google bar, you type in how to build a home studio. Or if you're creating uh, anything, I don't care if you want to fix your car, how to do, do brakes on my car, how to change oil. It's all, but we're just in the music realm. But all this stuff applies for anything. But for us... And the content that we're into, we're going to go into our Google toolbar and we're going to type in how to build a home studio. Now, so many search results, thousands and thousands of search results are going to come up. You're going to research those search results. You'll start asking more questions like, what do I need? Where can I get the cheapest stuff? Where can I get quality stuff? And after you go through your brainstorming series, you're taking your notes, you're doing this, maybe let's say it takes you two weeks of knowledge, two weeks of building your knowledge from the internet and now you know exactly what you need to make this thing go for yourself. So bang, you got your home studio and you can get a home studio right now. I paid for my beginner home studio, my very first home studio, I paid no more than $300 Let's say 500 once I added on my, uh, let's say, yeah, about 500 once I bought the program and, you know, my extra couple things that I didn't, I needed the program, but 500 all together. And then I got a couple extra things that you wouldn't even need. So you would probably spend about 450 for your own studio if you didn't want to, you know, get all jazzy with it. So, and that's a beginner home studio, but that is everything you need to make a quality song. All right, so bang. Now you got your home studio. 
you pay $450 as opposed to paying $5,300. You saved over $3,000 already. And you have everything you need to record those 10 songs and any amount of songs you want to record for the rest of your life. So that, I mean, that alone is one of the most sound investments and one of the greatest advantages to the Internet. Because without the Internet, you wouldn't even be able to, you have to go to a library through a thesaurus or have someone coach you on how to do this. Which means that person would have to take their time out, probably play you a couple times because they got life going on. They got kids, holidays coming up. So this is just a way for you to get on so quick. So bang, we got your studio now. The next step to it, what is it? It's promoting. So with the power of the internet and this newfound technology that we have, guess where you're going to promote? What I talked about, the first thing I talked about, these social media platforms. So now you have Facebook, you have Twitter, you have Snapchat, you have YouTube. You have Google AdWords, which is how you run ads for your promotions. And you also have ads that you can run out of Facebook and all the other social media platforms. So to give you a better breakdown of what this really means, I want to go back to the billboard scenario of the 90s. Like I said, in the 90s, if you wanted to advertise, you had three outlets. You had TV, you had radio, you had billboard, you had on foot. Personally, I still like on foot for the day, especially depending on where your region is, on foot is still pretty great. Oh yeah, and don't forget, we'll talk about performing shows, but that's kind of unimportant for the technology conversation. But of course, you want to get out there and perform to get your name out there. But the main four, television, radio, billboard, on foot, the Master P Theory. So, with the new social media platforms and the internet, instead of you having to go to the radio station in your area, to the television networks in your town, and post up that one billboard at that great intersection, which may cost you two, three thousand dollars because you just had to beat out the biggest store in your town to even get the billboard in one place that only maybe a thousand cars can see a day, if that. Now you can post your ads and your music up on these social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud. SoundClick, Reverb Nation, or so many. And these social media platforms act as billboards. But they're like billboards to the one millionth power. And I say they're billboards to the one millionth power because a regular billboard, you're putting your ad up, only so many people can see it. If you put your ad, if you put your song or your promo material up on a social media network and pay for an ad which we'll get into I'm just gonna mention the ads I'll do a whole nother thing on Facebook ads that's kinda what I'm into right now so if you put your ad up you can reach as many people as you want to 
I mean, the ads are very inexpensive, so it's really the sky's the limit. If you wanted to reach 10 million people, you could reach 10 million people. You'd never in a hundred million years would you have ever, even today, there's just no possible way for you to ever reach 10 million people with one billboard because 10 million people don't live in your goddamn town or city. So right there, that's a great advantage the technology has given to our craft. We can now from the comfort of our homes, our bed. I mean, I set up the podcast and my blog when I woke up in the morning, crusty eyes, nothing, nothing done yet, you know? And I set that bad boy up from the comfort of my own home, and now I'm using it, interacting with you. So it's like the the amount of technology, the amount of technology that we now have has just... I mean, the things that it's done for us individually has literally given us our power back. Like, we no longer have to go through certain lanes or certain uh, avenues or go to the big dogs to get done what we want to get done. Now, the small guy on the total pole who works at a fast food restaurant making minimum wage can save up a month worth of wages buy a home studio and still have some change left to put into a couple ads on Facebook, you know? So, we're still in the future. So far, we didn't tackle, of course, creating the music. We tackled getting out of that $5,300 price of going to that brick-and-mortar studio that we no longer have to go to because we live in 2017. And... We can now reach as many people all over the world from Australia, Africa, Canada, China, Belize, wherever you think, Botswana. I don't care where you think about it. We can now do that as far as our promotion goes. So the final step would be to sell the music. Now, like I said, me personally, I'm a little old school in thought. I'm, I'm a young buck, but my old, you know. My brain, I'm old soul. So I still like the Master P theory, personally. I like getting out there meeting the people. That's like a meet and greet. When you personally hand someone your CD, like, actually, I was, uh, it's funny. I was just listening to a Master P interview, and he was talking about, you know, after he blew up, a guy went to his concert, and, you know, he got backstage and talked to him and said, he was just so excited, like, man, you handed me your first CD, like you personally. So with this technology, it's like you kind of want to still, you don't want to get so teched out to where you're like a hermit, a hermit crab and you don't come outside or you don't see people because that's not good and that won't necessarily work. So I still like the Master P theory, but now we can add on to it with selling our music because now you have places like Spotify for streaming pandora radio for streaming which collects you royalties uh you got itunes music where you can sell singles and downloads and streaming you got youtube where you collect your streaming royalties i mean just so many platforms that you have you have companies such as tunecore cd baby uh TuneCore, CD Baby, those are two distributing companies, just to name two, 
But if you go into even, if you just Google TuneCorn CD Baby alone, the other ones will pop up. Those are the distribution companies where you upload your music and they'll send them everywhere on the web that distributes music. And you can collect your royalties. So technology, once again, has come through and saved our asses because, okay, we can go out like Master P, of course. And sell our music that way or hand it out that way. Whatever with the CDs. Get some CDs pressed up. But we can also do all of our promotion. And make a great bit of sales. Revenue. Just by getting on our computer. Uploading the song. Running our ads. Being diligent with our social media. Keeping in touch with our fans. I mean. Like I said. This is definitely the way I spoke on it. I spoke more towards the artists, the performing artists, but anyone listening to this, if you're a baker, you're a cook, if you want to start your own uh, car service, if you want to be a dog walker, I don't care what you want to do. If you want to be a hairstylist, if you want to trade stocks and bonds, technology has allowed you to do this without really anyone. You go on the computer and you get educated. I think... The thing that makes me, I don't want to say upset, but a little, I don't know, a little thrown off is like people don't necessarily understand what we have here. I think a lot of people overlook this. Yeah, so being that it's my first podcast tonight, I just wanted to make sure I let you guys know the importance of the era that we're living in. I mean, this era is something that we've never seen. In in my opinion, the times that we're living in is like, and it's like equivalent to when the TV first came out or the telephone was first invented. That's that's the time type of times we're living in right now, where things are going to change rapidly. So I at least want to make sure everyone's on the same page with this technology thing, so we know how important it is, because we're going to need this. For the rest of our lives, especially if you were born in the 80s, even late 70s babies, all the way up. This is our life, so we got to make the most out of it and try not to get stuck in the old ways. One thing I will say is not too many big companies or media outlets or whatever you, whoever you want to talk about. The people that have been running it before the Internet no one's really going to tell you the advantages of this. Not to say they want to keep it to themselves. or I mean, that's just everything in life. No one's going to take you to the ocean. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, basically, you got to do it for yourself. Like anything in life, you got to figure this stuff out for yourself. But, I mean, we have all the power right now. The individual, the one man on the corner, the one woman working at the bakery... And the one little boy riding his bike to school, we now finally have enough power because we don't need anyone. We can now get the answer to any question from the Internet. So, I mean, that was basically it. I want to thank y'all for tuning in for the first podcast. I appreciate y'all. And, I mean, there's definitely going to be more to come. This is a nighttime type of show because I'm a nighttime type of person. So, once again, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to close the show out with, once again, one of my songs. 
Nighttime is the right time, baby. I'll talk to y'all later. Again, closing the show out with Nighttime is the Right Time by Jen Ether. Have a good night, y'all. Yeah. It's motherfucking fam deep. Y'all know what it is. Jen Ether, bitch. Go. Yeah, let's go. Run it up, let's go. Run it up, run it up. Yeah. Yeah. Nighttime's always the right time, baby. You run your lips, shut your mouth. If you ain't talking money, what you talking about? I'm talking about I'm getting rich. There's no way out, nah. I'm feeling like the red, cause I'm from my house. Yeah. You think you slick? Well shit you not. You not. I keep the glick in case you thinkin' plot. Yeah, I'm warming up, I'm getting hot. Y'all ain't no Jim E about them fucking knots. Nigga, I go, go get it quick, quick. If I fall off the slip, then it's back to the strip, strip. I be pulling that shit, yes man, I pull from the hip. If I shoot, dog, you know it's on. When I shoot, it come from the tip. If I must pull, it's making me sick. All about the money, I don't need that shit. Nah, dog. If the pick, you and me, dog, then it's you getting hit. Yeah. How it gotta be, and it oughta be. A nigga like me guarantees to succeed. Make sure you drop quicker than a motherfucking olive leaves. Summer breeze stays on my mind, and nighttime is the right hell. Yeah. Summer breeze kicks in, and it's fight time. Hell yeah, motherfucker, I'ma fight for mine. Bite down, nigga, right now. Yeah. It's my birthright, no stage right. When y'all break left, I break right. Don't slow down, nigga, no break life. You run your lips, yeah. Shut your mouth. If you ain't talking money, what you talking about? Y'all talking about I'm getting rich. There's no way out, nah I'm feeling like the red Cause I'm in the house Running, you think you slick? Well shit you not I keep the click In case you think you blocks I'm warming up I'm getting hot, yeah I know Jim E about the fucking knots You know nighttime is that right time And it's fight time, let's go Let's go. You know nighttime is the right time And it's fight time On the roll, on the roll You know nighttime it's the right time, this fight time, let's go. Yeah, you know, night time is that right time. Just be man on a roll. Night time, you can make it happen. Make it happen. Remember staying up all night to get it cracked. I used to find a bando and hit the porch. Then go and find a fiend on the scene. Cause I know we love the sport. Yeah. Need one thing to start up. He bring me four. But at the end of the night, my pants drag and hit the floor. I ain't care about that sleep. I was trapped until the morn. Yeah. When I seen the sun peak, hit the shower and got some more. I'm always Standing over the sink, washing my drawers, hit it back to the set. I was trying to get involved. Yep, my nigga had the plug, he was only pumping raw. He wasn't shit. so amazed when they seen what they saw. I'm believing you run your lips, yeah. Shut your mouth, nigga. If you ain't talking money, what you talking about? What you talking about? I'm getting rich. There's no way out, nah. I'm feeling like the red, cause I run the house. You think you slick? Well, shit, you not. I keep the click, in case you think you block. Yeah, I'm warming up, I'm getting hot. Y'all ain't no Jim E about the fuck.
fuck them fucking knots, nigga. Yeah. It's fam deep. Gen Ether. Yeah, Gen E. Alright, that was it, y'all. Thanks for tuning into the show. I appreciate the love and hope to see y'all again. Or hear from y'all again, whatever. If y'all want to call in and leave anything that y'all want to talk about, uh, feel free to do that. Once again, if you want to get at me, go to Facebook.com and friend request me at Gen Ether. Facebook.com, friend request Gen Ether. G-I-N-E-T-H-E-R. All right, y'all. Have a good night, fam.